Well, hi there, it's Heike Yates, and welcome back to another episode of the Pursue Your Spark podcast. I am so excited that you're here with me today, and today's topic is all about boosting energy for women over 50, and specifically through nutrition strategies. There's so much information out there when it comes to nutrition. Eat this, not that, some people say. Then some others say, follow this diet to get results. Oh, wait, wait. Next week, it's a different diet. Then somebody else claims, carbs are good. Oh, no, no. Others tell us, do not eat them. They make you gain fat. Some others say, eat more protein. But then you're not sure which one you should eat because there's a whole bunch of proteins out there. Let me tell you. After 30 years as a fitness and nutrition coach, I almost feel like I've seen it all. But throughout the years, I also tested many of these nutrition strategies and learned what worked and which one didn't. And I wanted to share the best nutrition strategies that help me as a woman over 50 to boost your energy with you in today's episode. So let's dive in. Hi there, you're listening to the Pursue Your Spark podcast. I'm your host and fitness warrior, Heike Yates. And on this show, we empower women over 50 to take back their health and strength with sound fitness, nutrition, and mindset strategies. Our guests on the show share their honest stories so that you'll have the courage to take action, knowing that you're not alone in your struggles. I know that you can relate now that you're over 50, that our energy seems to be dropping every day, it almost seems, and the strategies we have used in our 20s, 30s, and even our 40s are no longer working. They don't bring the results that we had in the past, because all we want to be is feel more energized, be leaner, more vibrant, but sometimes we're just stuck with all the information that's out there and we're not sure what really works now. And it may not be so much about losing weight, but staying strong, lean, and fit as we age to do all the things we love doing. And if you've been a listener on my podcast, you know I love traveling. Traveling lights me up. And that, of course, includes the foods that you eat while travel. And I am testing all the foods as I travel. I always say I eat everything but something that crawls or is alive on my plate. I know that sounds gross, but Some cultures eat things that are still a little bit alive, so not my thing. So what better way than today to talk about the best nutrition strategies to boost your energy for the women over 50. So you Googled, I know you Googled and looked for answers too. Should I eat white potatoes or sweet potatoes? Can I eat pasta and bread? Oh, and then is cheese okay? I know that's like maybe not healthy fats, but then I need to eat protein too. And what protein is the best? And 
you find a zillion answers to those questions. But what is the right answer? What works for you now that you're over 50? So let's look at some facts about uh, dietary needs and aging. Truth is, many of us become less active. And on top of that, we have sarcopenia, which is a natural muscle loss, which means that if you're completely inactive or very little active, we lose three to five percent of our lean muscle mass after the age of 30. So that's why those strategies from back then no longer work. And even if you're active, you still have some muscle loss. That means less lean muscle. And I always call this pushing the rock up the hill because we're fighting against nature and aging. And as women in our ages, we have dealt or are still dealing with menopause. And that is another kicker because that slows down everything else and the hormone changes make your skin look less vibrant. But may as it be, we are losing muscle mass. And that means the metabolism slows down. That also is interesting to note that because of the metabolism slowing down, your energy requirements means what you eat are less. So we need to eat less, but we gain more body fat because we are potentially less active. We eat less. We lose muscle mass because of sarcopenia. And the third thing is menopause. So we're gaining body fat instead of leaning out. The other important thing to note is about dietary needs as we're aging is that our gut is decreasing the absorption and the utilization of the nutrients. And that starts with menopause. And it's oftentimes during that time we find or we feel, we notice that we have a lot more bloating, a lot more either, most women, is constipation and we're upping on fiber and we're doing the best we can to get our gut going again. So keep these things in mind when we're talking today how to boost your energy because it is critical to maintain, especially during that time and beyond, of course, a nutrient-dense diet. A nutrient-dense diet has a huge effect on your physical condition bone health and immune and your immune system among other benefits and you may have listened to my podcast with Justine Bernard about boning up for health so go back if you missed that episode with Justine and that was episode 87 bone up your health and that ties in with what we're talking about today so the best nutrition strategies to boost your energy for women, to reach your goals and enjoy the foods you love by knowing your foods and how they give you energy. And you have heard the saying, uh, food is fuel. And I keep saying this as a precision nutrition, nutrition coach, that food is not fuel. Food is energy. It will then 
be turned by the body into a energy source, but not fuel. So notice that. I keep saying that over and over. So what are nutrient-dense foods? Well, nutrient-dense foods in a nutshell are foods that are in its natural stage, stage and that are not processed. And I have a whole list for you because it's important to know these foods. So we have proteins, carbohydrates, and fats, and we're putting vegetables in its own category today because there are starchy and non-starchy vegetables. But let's go back to our nutrient-dense food because I always say they give us the bang for the buck. So when we talk about proteins, eat more of the lean proteins like eggs, egg whites, fish, chicken, turkey, lean beef, bison, plain yogurt, cottage cheese, lentils and beans. Focus on fresh, lean, minimally processed foods and definitely consider limiting red meat to about 18 ounces. And that's four palms per week. And I'll talk about the measurements in this podcast a little bit later. So I don't know about you. I don't eat that much red meat. I eat a lot of fish and chicken. But if you love your red meat, this protein source has, I would recommend to limit. Then you go for your carbohydrates. You want to eat more of things like beans and lentils, steel-cut oats, buckwheat, quinoa, one of my favorites that's also high in protein. Double winner right there. Whole grain rice, sorghum, farro, If you've never heard of those, Google them and see what you can add to your diet. They're a game changer. Then we have potatoes, of course. And then we go back to our Greek yogurt that's in standby. And think of fresh and frozen fruits, corn, barley, sweet potatoes. Definitely one of my favorites. I made some amazing recipes. And I will share two of my favorite recipes that will include sweet potatoes with you as well. Um, but focus on whole, minimally processed sources of carbohydrates that pack nutrients. They have fiber, so you can go to the bathroom. And it includes a mix of starches and colorful fruits. As I said, today, vegetables are their own category. So moving on to fats. Eat more fats like extra olive oil, walnut oil, avocado oil. I've recently fell in love with avocado oil. It's a uh, nutrient dense, but such a light taste. You can cook all kinds of things with it and it gives a very different flavor than extra olive oil. But uh, you may use also flaxseed. Then we have cheeses, seeds as in chia, flax, hemp, pumpkin, sesame, um, are amazing choices. Hemp seeds, particularly important for women in menopause uh, because of its magnesium content. And magnesium is what we are oftentimes low and that also contributes to tiredness. Um, Nuts, of course, cashew, pistachio, almonds, peanuts. Even peanut butter is awesome. So nothing is off limits when it comes to these non-processed nutrient-dense foods. And then, of course, vegetables. 
Vegetables, we always say, eat the rainbow, at least in my house. Anything that's beautiful and colorful, from beets, tomatoes, peppers, eggplant. Well, actually, I can't eat eggplant because I'm allergic to eggplant. But green beans, cauliflower, definitely, asparagus, broccoli. So basically, it's an go, all go. Do it, eat it, lots of it. Then we come into the category of the calorie-dense food, and these are in a nutshells, in a nutshell, processed foods. And I think the first thing that always comes to mind are fried foods. So I want you to eat fewer proteins like fried meats, even tofu, bacon. I don't even remember the last time I ate bacon. But I love sausages. As a German, who doesn't like sausages? Um, Protein powders, so you want to make sure you don't just eat protein powders as your protein source and definitely processed deli meats. You want to also eat fewer things like cereal bars. And that's a go-to for many women as we're on the run that a cereal bar is the go-to. If you have to eat them, please read the ingredients and see how much sugar, how much protein, how much fat is in them. And you want to have all of this, but if your bar is, just to say a number, 200 grams of sugar, it's probably not going to give you energy. It gives you a quick kick, but then it gets that letdown where our body just crashes and that these are the, the times when we want to go, mm, let's look at what we're really eating. Fruit juices, same thing, fruit juices, quick bang for the buck. Maybe after a race, you drink a glass of juice because you are carbohydrate depleted, but not on an ongoing basis. Honey, uh, canned dried or pureed fruit, same, fewer of those. Crackers, pretzels, and I know crackers and cheese is an oftentimes afternoon pick-me-up. Fewer of those, I don't say don't eat it. I don't remember, as if you know me and if you're here for the first time, you get to know me. Uh, nothing's of limit, but we own what we eat. And so when uh, you eat these carbs, these foods are also rich in fats. They're both a carbohydrate and a fat, and oftentimes, really, really high. So be aware of these little crackers, pretzels, and chips, and fries, and things like that. Um, And of course, fewer things like bacon and sausage. They are also a protein source, both, both of them, but they're a less desirable fat source than you would want from the healthy category and the whole um, the non-processed category as above. So Let's get into the, here we go, the fats you want to eat less of. I don't say none, but that's butter, margarine, processed cheese, safflower oil, canola oil. I know some meals require canola oil because you need a high um, temperature when you cook these foods. So here's a great list for you guys to see. These are, and you can replay that podcast because I've listed pretty much a not all of them, but many things that I would say, these are the things I want you to focus on and these are the things I do not want you to focus on. Now, what is the best nutrition strategy to boost your energy for women over 50? 
Well, you knew it would come. Well, it depends on your goal and lifestyle. I have a few examples here of a potential goal and a lifestyle, and it might be resonating with you. And I also tell you what I would recommend should be on your plate. So if you are the woman who wants to improve your general health, you just want to feel better, eat better, live better. You're the one who's new to exercise and you exercise at a moderate intensity. So you do break a sweat, but it's not super duper hard. And you're somebody who wants to look and feel just better, feel better, have more energy, feel more vibrant. Then you would eat a serving of lean meat and healthy fats, a serving of starchy carbs and a serving of vegetables. And I broke this down as an example like this. Lean grilled chicken, a sweet potato, sautéed broccoli and olive oil, and perhaps a cookie. If you have a sweet tooth, could be a cookie. It's an option. But if you are the woman who wants to significantly improve your health and energy, then you also exercise at a moderate intensity, or perhaps you're training for a half marathon or a longer race or an obstacle course where you just need to be fitter, leaner, and have more energy. And you're the woman who wants to look and feel and perform better than the average. So if you're this type of woman, you would eat two servings of protein and healthy fats and two servings of the non-starchy vegetables and one serving of the category that's in the processed category that is the ones that I want you to have fewer of because they are low density foods. And it would look something like a grilled salmon, sauteed green beans and carrots in avocado oil, and perhaps a fruit juice or a ice cream bar or whatever it is, if this is what you're craving. But this is, in, in essence, what you be eating. So you change a little bit of what you're putting on your plate. Remember, we are not on a diet but we make better food choices so that we get more energy from the foods we eat. Now, I talked about portion sizes. No, I don't want you to bring out your measuring cups and tins. As a precision nutrition certified nutrition coach, we are teaching the hand method. So we're measuring everything by hand, super simple. You, if you currently sitting or walking or whatever you're doing, uh, look at your hand. The palm of your hand is the size of a protein that you would eat. Just the palm, not including the thumb and not including the finger. So not the whole hand, just the palm. And then from there, this is one serving of protein, right? If you go for chicken, salmon, and so forth, then you make a fist this fist represents your serving of vegetable. So if you look at your fist, it's not huge. It's a good portion size and you take one of those and I th always think of cauliflower when I think of the fist. Then you make a little cup with your hand, like a little bowl with your hand. 
And this cupped hand represents your carbohydrates, your starchy carbohydrates, the sweet potatoes, the rice, the quinoa. So that's as much as this is. And then if you look at your thumb, the thumb is one portion of fat. And to me, that always is a quarter of avocado because I love avocado. But that's about when you think of the fats or it's, it's eight to 10 almonds, right? So think about your thumb. I know it's hard to measure olive oil by thumb, but you get the idea. It's not as much as we might think. And that is appropriate for what a woman over 50 eats as far as portions are control sizes are concerned so the hand is your friend oh i just made this up this is really cool uh now about tracking your foods start tracking if you want to have results in my point of view you need to somehow track if you have a specific goal if you want to know what you're actually putting in your body i would say track your foods just the way we we just uh, talked about it. It's one fist, one palm of chicken or whatever you ate, uh, a spoonful of olive oil, things like that. Write them down just like this so you can have a idea of what you're eating, but also the variety of foods you eat. We tend, and I'm no exception, we tend to eat the foods that we love. And not the others that we don't like as much. Now, I'm not saying eat foods you hate, but a variety. So if you're not super crazy about broccoli, every now and again, eat a piece or two of broccoli. Mix it up a little bit. Or pick other starch, non-starchy vegetables like beets and squash and cucumbers and things like that. Think about writing down what you eat how much you eat and start with this put it on your notebook put it on your phone uh, put it wherever you write stuff down you can also start using my fitness pal uh, there you would add a little bit more specific they want to have grams and milliliters and other measurements but it also could be a good way to track your macronutrients which are protein fats and carbohydrates now a big question that I get all the time. I love wine, Heike, but where does your glass or two of wine fit in? Alcohol is a macronutrient with unique risks and benefits. I know it's a good stress reliever, but if you're being mindful of your energy balance, I recommend to include this glass of wine in the eat less carb category and track your intake because these carbs can add up really quickly without you even knowing it and knowing what you drink whether it's three beers or, or three wines or whatever else people drink but aligning yourself with your alcohol consumption helps your health and fitness goals and your energy levels. So think of energy balance when you are drinking wine or whatever it is you drink. Now, what about food cravings? That's another one. Food cravings are real and they're not always bad, guys. Now, I want you to check out episode 91 
where I talked to Cassie Christopher about balance hormones to decrease emotional eating. And as a dietitian, we also talked about food cravings and what they mean. Now, when you think about food cravings, they either come because you haven't eaten for a long time, you may be dehydrated, um, you may have not eaten enough foods from all your food groups. So when you think about it this way, that insulin is a critical regulator for your home hormones, which either tells your body to store fat into glucose or burn it for energy. It is what keeps your blood sugar levels from becoming too high or too low. So think about when you have food cravings is not thinking, hey, insulin, what are you doing? But where are you in the spectrum of your nutrition? Have you had enough protein? Have you had enough of your healthy fats? Did you eat vegetables or did you just live on your bars because you were so busy? So really give it a good mind check of where your habits are when it comes to food cravings. And I want you to take a look at some habit building strategies as well in my blog post called the five habits that can change your life. And these habits may be something that help you get a little bit more clarity on your food cravings as well. So I hope this information is super helpful for you guys and that you really go for it and you do get more energy by eating balanced and nutritious meals that fit into your lifestyle. But ultimately, the choice is yours. I've given you some ideas to get started but you choose what works for you and your lifestyle. Remember, you can only stick to a new habit if you enjoy the foods and the flavors. Know how to cook and prepare the foods, but you can learn that. And the portion sizes that make sense to you. So I hope I created some clarity around the best nutrition strategies to boost your energy and live a vibrant life for the woman over 50. I addressed all the things you asked me to talk about, which is what kinds of fats, what kinds of proteins, uh, can I drink my glass or two of wine at night? What about food cravings? So you have it all in this episode. I also, added two recipes that are one of our favorites in our house. And they are in the blog post with the same title as this episode. And both recipes come up from my favorite chef. And if you've listened to my episodes before, you know I love this woman, the minimalist baker. And I put in the notes, the healthy quinoa salad, as well as the roasted broccoli, sweet potato, chickpea salad. If you're not a vegetarian or a vegan, no problem. There's other recipes too, but think how these meals boost your energy, your vibrancy, how you feel. It's just amazing. I want to, you to tell me if you made those recipes, how you like them, and what other strategies and tips I can help you with. Reach out to me at Heike Yeats on Instagram or the Pursue Your Spark podcast, or you can find me on Facebook at Heike Yeats Pursue Your Spark. With that, my friends, make the most amazing meals with the tips that I shared with you today. And if you need a little bit of extra help, I got your back. 
I created the 5 for 50 lifestyle guide for the woman over 50, where you can find more ideas, tips, and strategies for a vibrant life. So I'll see you next time on the Pursue Your Spark podcast. Enjoy your day and I'll see you soon. Ciao.